You're listening to the God-Centered Mom Podcast with me, Heather McFadden. As the mom to four young boys, I know motherhood's hard, but sometimes I think I make it even harder than it needs to be. I'll worry about my needs being met or I'll spend so much energy trying to make my boys happy that I forget that if I would take my eyes off me and my eyes off my kids and keep my eyes on God, that those desires would grow strangely dim and their contentment would go up as I'm led by his spirit. I also forget that I'm surrounded by God. He is going before me in places that I'm fearful of. He is walking with me on the hard days and he's coming behind me, redeeming any mistake I made. So each week I'll interview a new guest and we'll discuss what it means to be a God-centered mom. Thanks for listening. You're listening to episode 50 of the God Center Mom podcast today. We're chatting with Courtney DeFeo, and I am super duper excited to have her on the show. I've been admiring what she's doing for years. She really gets the heart of moms, and especially Christian moms who desire for their children to know God's word, but more than that, for them to really know God's love. And she's helped us with her experience in marketing with Chick fil A. Uh, she is using her gifts and her experiences to connect the dots between our desires and an action plan. And she has started a movement of random acts of kindness called Light Em Up for around the Christmas time. And I have links to that in the show notes. You are going to love her story. She shares about that. Um, ABC scripture cards. Oh, who doesn't want their children to know more scripture and for me to know them in times of correction. And lastly, her newest book, In This House We Will Giggle. How awesome is that title? And bonus news, Courtney and I are giving away a copy of her book. So stay tuned to the end of the episode. I will give details on how you can be entered to win. But without further ado, let's get started. Here we go. Hey, Courtney, welcome to the God Center Mom podcast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, I I think I connected with your stuff and what you're up to a couple of years ago um, when I found your light em up little, uh, what would you call that challenge? What is it? A light em up? Yeah. Well, it started as honestly a soapbox rant. You know, <laughs> time of year when you just want to like throw hot chocolate at somebody, you're tired <laughs> of the obligations and your kids are flipping through catalogs. And it started honestly as a desperate blog post. And then it started as now kind of a movement. I yeah, think. a movement. Yeah, I like that. Okay, so not a challenge, not activities. It's a movement. Yeah. Yeah, and it's fun. It is so fun how far it's gone from my friends to now it's in Ukraine and Dubai and United Kingdom. And it's just so cool to see moms you know, linking arms together and saying, yes, we want the holidays to be more about giving than getting and let's light up our communities and we can do it while we're doing life. You know, we don't have to be so overwhelmed with, you know, all that we have to teach at the holidays that we can be overwhelmed at the privilege. And it's just so exciting that we can teach our kids that they can make a difference like as early as two and three and four years old, that they can go out in our community and do some pretty cool things. And it's happening, which is fun. Very, very fun. So, okay, let's take a step back. Tell us about your kids. Like when, how, well, okay. Tell us about your kids and how old they are now. And then we'll talk about when you started doing this. with Yes. Them. Well, I have to think about it. I don't know why. <laughs> I'm 38 and Ella's eight. So that should be pretty easy whenever yeah. I'm 30. Just add her. <laughs> uh, but she is eight years old. My oldest is Ella. And then I have Larson, who is five. So 
for the first time, I've got them both in school and they um, are gone during the day. Wow. And that is just new found thing. So what do I do with my time is typically the first question is I get caught up on uh, emails and We'll talk more later, I'm sure. But yeah, I just want yeah to about your latest thing that, that is only, so, uh, only possible when all your kids are in school is what I think. That's right. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Um, well, okay. So when you started this, how old were they? I guess they were three and five. Let's see. 2011 was when my blog and my first product had just come out. It was called Little Light of Mine. And I was really seeing, you know, I'm honestly so glad I didn't realize how many blogs were out there or probably never would have done it. I didn't even know Encourage existed. I thought, how cool to get a community of moms, like-minded moms together. And I kind of gathered my friends and thought, let's just kind of share what we're talking about and how we really want faith to come to life for our kids. And let's just start blogging about it. And so I launched my blog and had left the marketing world and was stay at home with, staying at home with my girls. Um, and it was that fall. And then that Christmas, I really got frustrated with the elf. I wanted to drop kick the elf. I was frustrated. <laughs> okay, we just got our first elf. Okay, this. sorry, sorry. No, sorry. no, 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 no. And I'm only day one in. And I'm like, this is the... Okay, maybe I'll be convinced. Maybe we'll create good memories. But... I'm not convinced yet after day one. I'm I'm like, don't touch the elf. It doesn't matter how he moves. I don't care how he moves. Just, it's supposed to be fun, kids. This is a fun it really, thing. It really is fun. And it's shocking coming from a creative person like me. The elf can be really fun. But my kids were so obsessed with like, what did he tell Santa? I'm sorry we were bad. <laughs> and they were so obsessed with yes, that. that I was, yes. So I had this moment of just over the holidays and thought, what is this really about? And of course, you know, in our home, it is very God-centered like yours. Uh, and we thought this has got to, our conversations have to change and we got to slow down for just a minute. Yeah. And I started thinking, looking into things that we could do to serve in our church. And we honestly got the, in our church in Atlanta, we're now in Orlando, but in our church in Atlanta, it's huge and it was awesome. But they just said, no, they're too little there's not very many ministries that could you know, legally take them on at three and five to start serving. Yeah, that's a good and point. I, was, I never thought and, about that. I never thought about that. Yeah, there's very few places you could actually take little kids to serve. Right. And I was kind of bummed. You yeah. know, I, yeah. I, I was begging to, as a family to show them what this looks like. And so I thought, you know, I've got a ton of marketing, you know, and creative background. I can do this for other moms and make it really simple because not only was I friends with a lot of stay-at-home moms, I was friends with a lot of working moms that share this same exact desire that I did, mm -hmm. but they wanted it to be really easy. So I thought, what if I came up with ideas, I did it with my kids and then made it super simple so that they came home. I kept thinking of my working friends that were at Chick-fil-A home offices where I worked, that they yeah. were there all day and they would walk in the door as tired as I was and thought and could put something into plan. So I basically came up with some ideas and thought, talked to my kids about who serves us all year long that doesn't get thanked very often. And this wasn't a brand new idea. Random acts of kindness was basically going on everywhere. There was the birthday project and other people doing really cool things. But I thought, how do we do this in a really unique way around Christmas? So I thought, who's out there that we're just our buds that we're kind of connecting with right here in our neighborhood? And so we thought about our garbage man, and we put big posters on there and said, thanks for serving us all year. We thought about, um, you know, in our world, we're in the drive-thru a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So we, so we took candy canes. Yes. So urban life, food. urban life, urban life. That's what we do once a week at least, if not twice. That's yes. right. Mm -hmm. um, so you would give candy canes to the 
Like once you, when they handed yeah, you your food, you handed yeah. them candy canes. We said, thanks for being so sweet to us all the time. And they were just so surprised. Because, and then we went through the, um, to big lots and we taped quarters all over the um, gumball machines. And then we hid dollars through the dollar store. So as we were going about life, they had so much fun. And all of a sudden their focus didn't become, what are we getting? What are we getting? It was like, what are we doing tomorrow? Where are we going? Who are we going to light up? And we also wanted it to be sneaky because I think it was important, yes, on some level for them to see and feel and get this contagious atmosphere of generosity. But what does it do when we sneak and we don't get the credit, but someone has this surprise? It's like, who did this? Who was so kind? And that's biblical is that we don't get the credit. So we would sneak over to our neighbors and write a note just to have a great day with like sidewalk chalk. And Mm -hmm. uh, one of my favorites was we went, um, and this was kind of not secretive, but we would... (laughs) candy canes and go through the mall as we were doing our shopping. It was like the week before Christmas. We loaded up our double stroller, just packed with candy canes. And we put on there the gift tags. And this is one of the reasons I think it went so viral is because I put on the gift tags what I would have said to the person and that my girls were too shy to say. So it would say, surprise, we just want to thank you for what you do at the holidays. Our family wants to love on you and say thanks or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so there was all these printables that said, tie this to your candy canes. And then when your children, they're pretty cute and they can walk right up to a stranger and say, thank you and walk away. The stranger is left with this impression of what you wish your child would have said or what you would have said if you were there. Yeah. Um, and so my kids just tore through them all and it's shy at first, but then they got it and they would run up to the security guard or the makeup lady at Macy's. And I, we had people crying, we had hugs and we had people say, we have never been thanked for working the week mm-hmm. of Christmas. Mm-hmm such a cool experience to say they're not too little to serve in their own way and just to simply say thanks to people in our own community. So it's been so cool. It's been so neat. Well, it it saved me one weekend. My husband was in London during the holidays for a long weekend. And I had a friend once tell me, when your husband's out of town, you're the babysitter. Like just go into <laughs> babysitter mode because you aren't training that weekend. Like you're off duty. You're just keeping them alive, keeping them happy. And I was, and it like, it kind of relieves you from that extra stress of having to be the mom and um, everything. And so then I found your site and I was, you know, up late one night because that's what happens when your husband's out of town. And I found it and I printed off all the little, you know, labels or whatever. And I I colored them with markers because I don't have a color printer. And and the next morning I I told the boys about it and what we were going to do that day. And I picked like four or five of the things and we just did it all in one Saturday. Like I love that Toys R Us. They have those little machines and we take quarters and we walked around and handed, you know, the, the cashiers, the candy canes. And, um, they just absolutely, they still talk about it. And, Mm. and, you know, just to encourage moms that are listening that are like, yeah, right. There's no way I can be that organized. When would I ever do that? Maybe just maybe just decide it's going to be one one Saturday afternoon. Your family does this holiday season. You don't have to yeah. do that maybe every day if that's too hard. Oh, we did the garbage guys <laughs> too. And the boys loved it. We had like a little baggie of um, Hershey Kisses, you know, that we, we they ran out to hand them because we know when they come. And anyway, it was it was great. I, I just I really you packaged it well. And like you said, God gave you skills and experience at Chick-fil-A to apply that to this. And um, it was really, it was really well packaged and how easily it was to print off little tags. So 
You know what I love? It's doing for my kids. It's like it is opening their radar on to look out for others. And mm. so now we have a relationship with our mailman. Like I have his phone number. And so mm. I, I called him today because I <laughs> heard that my neighbor said, did you know Casey came to my door at 1030 the other night to deliver a package? I said, what already? Like it's December 1st and he's already working until 1030. Mm. And so I called him and said, Casey, you're already working this late. And he said, yeah, you know, it's so crazy this time of year. And I said, how can I help you? Like, how can I help you this Christmas? Our neighborhood is huge and he's really the only one and it's up to him to get all of them done. Um, and he said, I'm really good. But I said, well, you just know that we're a house that you can come to. Like you, I'll fix you dinner. You can go to the restroom here. We can feed you snacks. And he said, of course I know that. But what's fun is he actually, he, we were featured in a magazine for our neighborhood about light him up. And he came to my door to deliver them because he delivered them to the whole neighborhood. And he was crying like Aww. tears. Eyes. He said, I had no idea, but you know, and he said, can I help you? Can we do something together for the homeless? And I said, yes. So the last two Christmases, we have gone out and served the homeless together with his family. And it's just so cool. Like, I never knew any of that was coming. And God mm-hmm. is weave, weaving these stories. Um, and so, like, even today, I went back and my garbage man was back there. And I said, hey, what do you want for Christmas? And he and I've had different reactions in the past. <laughs> like, money, uh, money, gift cards, please. And this guy said, whatever you give me, I'll so gladly accept. And it just melted my heart. I thought, I'm giving him double because he had such a good attitude. Um, But I think you made a great point that um, everybody's different and everybody's schedules are different. And so I love to get the children involved and have, there's a planner on the website that has um, some questions to kind of get this conversation going with your kids. And they may come up with something that they're way more excited about than you ever could have planned. Yeah, so maybe that's a good idea. Throw it out to them and say, who do you think we should go surprise? Or who do you think gets forgotten every year and probably never gets many presents? And let's go love on them. And they may come up with something really special. Um, and, you know, I know our neighbor in Atlanta, they went and their boys, they wanted to just love on the military. And so they went to the airport and they made huge posters, three boys. And I just mm. love this, like three boys standing there at the top of the escalators, just couldn't wait to welcome soldiers home. And so you just never know what they'll come up with. That's great. That's a really good idea to involve them. I like to involve my kids anyway in the, what are we going to do this Christmas? Like, what were your favorite things last year so we don't overdo it? Mm-hmm. And I sign up for everything that I think that they want and that was, like, not as important to them as I thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's a tip I give young moms anyway is to sit down and, like, ask them, what did they like? What do they, what, what do they count on as a Christmas thing, you know? Mm, yeah. And, and then – to maybe include in that here's a, you know, here's a list of ideas that my friend Courtney came up with. What other ideas can you think of? I love that. That's great. That's a really good idea. Oh, Courtney, well, you not only help us light them up, you Mm -hmm. also help us memorize scripture with our kids. You created Mm -hmm. these great ABC scripture cards, which I know you've kind of passed along the distribution portion, but tell us about even those cards, like how you got into that. Yeah, I'll tell you, one of my biggest role models and friends is um, Lisa Turkhurst, and she's a sweet friend, and she has always encouraged me to share from your struggles or or really help solve problems, and I would tell that to anybody that's either a writer or a blogger or a mom out there that's wanting to start a business, like, start with where you're struggling, and if you can meet one of your felt needs, you're probably going to help somebody else, and I was honestly struggling in my home with my girls, 
And I didn't have an answer. You know, they were fighting and I would say, don't do that because mom says so. And it was not Mm -hmm. working very well at all. And that that kept going for a while. And I thought, I know that scripture is the answer. I know that his word is going to help me, but I don't have much of it in my heart right now. And I don't know where to turn. And of course it was in my Bible, but I wanted it more accessible. And so I, um, ABC's to um, scripture is not a new idea. There's been schools and teachers using that for years. But um, as a marketer, I kept thinking, I've got to make it more accessible. I wanted it right there in front, like on my kitchen Mm. counter at my desk. And I wanted it honestly stylish. I didn't want it to be like a tchotchke kid item where I would throw it in the closet and never see it again. And so I thought if I leave it out and decorate with it, the likelihood that I'll teach and will remember to use it, it's going to go up much higher. Mm. And my mom friend said, yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) And so, so we brainstormed and we talked about it with my friends and we said, well, if we make them five by seven, then we'll frame them. Mm. And if we, um, we make them as neutral colors as we can, then we'll put them around the house. And you know, there's a lot of boy moms that are saying, please make up some boy shapes and colors and not so many flowers. <laughs> and as we're working on that version, but it's been fun to also work with my mentor um, and just really think about which verses. So it's not just a cute product. It's like, no, I really believe that he, we shouldn't just have corrective verses in there, like do everything without complaining and arguing. But we should also say that he cares for you. So mm. when you're going to bed and your kids are scared, you'll have something. And I've memorized them with my kids and say, hey, Ella, I know you're scared, but what's the H first? And she says, he cares for you. Well, he does. And so they're short and sweet, mm. and they will come to you at the sweetest times when you honestly don't know how to answer your kid and because they're struggling. So there's a nice variety of correction and encouragement and then the truth about God. Um, so I just love them for myself, and I'm glad that thousands have jumped on it too. <laughs> and is that something people can order for a Christmas present, or is it? They can go in a store. A bit of a demand situation right now. (laughs) Um, They are now at Lifeway stores in their physical stores, so not online quite yet. We're hoping that will happen. But um, right now, our inventory just literally is on a train moving through the U.S. and they're out of out of stock online. But they literally within this week they will be back. And as soon as I have that notification, I will alert you, and it will be back on my. I will. Every social media outlet I have, I will blow it up and say, they're back, they're back, they're back. <laughs> and, uh, the, and the company that's now selling them is Magnolia? Magnolia Lang Collection. Okay. And so if I put a link to them, they could pre-order maybe. You got it. Okay. You got it. Okay. Well, I'll have that link in the show notes. And you mentioned not just the correction, um, also encouraging children so that they know how God loves them and cares for them. And I feel like that kind of echoes at least the title of your new book, In yeah. This House We Will Giggle. And I, and I heard you a quote you said once, that you want to laugh more than lecture. Absolutely. And so tell me about this book because I've seen it everywhere. I've seen the cute front cover. I love, I love the title, but I literally don't know what's inside. So yeah. I can't Ooh, wait I'm to hear. About it. Yeah. This is such a combination of what I struggled with growing up and then a combination of what was happening with Light em Up and what I want for my kids. And so it's a long, long story, but obviously being friends with Lisa Turkers, you get around some of this writing and publishing world. And she said, come to She Speaks and, um, you know, bring a book proposal. And I thought, what? About what? Why would I write a book? I, like to blog. 
Um, and so I thought if I ever were to write a book, this is what it would be about. This is what I want to proudly hand my children and say, if, if, if something happened to me, this is what I want you to know about your Lord. Mm. So it's 12 virtues and it's paired with 12 family fun activities because I think there's a great gap in many of the Christian homes out there that they have a lot of head knowledge. And I don't, I don't help this because we have a lot of scripture memory and we, we know all the right things to say, but we miss experiencing him in our hearts. Mm. And I think that's a great, um, it's a fear of mine that my kids grow up around all this good stuff. And then they never actually know what it's really about. They've never had him sink deep in their hearts mm. personally. Mm. And so I want that so desperately for them while they're in my home, um, not after they get out of college. And then, and you hear that in baptism. How many yeah. people go, I grew up in a great Christian home, but I didn't really know him mm. until later. And so I thought, what if they could know him, not in a lecture kind of way, but in a, hey, this is fun. It feels good to serve. It feels good to love on people. And so there's things like light them up. It's like, hey, I want them to know how to be generous people like Jesus. Here's mm. how you do it. Here's how you feel it. Mm. Um, I want them to love their siblings like Jesus would. Here's mm. how you do it in a fun way. Mm. Um, so they don't even know. It's almost like sneaking carrots <laughs> with the brownies. It's like, don't tell them what we're doing. We're about to. <laughs> about to have an adventure. And um, so I've just enjoyed using that creative side of my brain and helping moms that go, I don't really want to think about it. I'm right with you on what you believe, but I don't want to think about it. Tell me what to do. I'll take all your tricks and I'll try them. Yeah. We don't, we don't Uh, have the energy to (laughs) think it up and execute. We barely have time to execute. So if you can do all of the like prep work, the scripture cards, the light them up, get it all ready to go. Yeah. And then we will, we will launch because I think moms want it. Yeah, I like you too. said, it's the felt need. We we want our kids to be generous instead of greedy at Christmas time. We want our kids to have scripture in their hearts. We want them to know Jesus deeply instead of just with their head. And yet, we're stuck there. We have all these wants and no action. So, but we get overwhelmed. Yeah, like, yeah. There's yeah. so many. I mean, I picked twelve, and that was just a short list. I mean, how many virtues out there are there in the Bible? Yeah. And so. I think one thing I really want people to know that this isn't, I mean, I really like my book. I think it's awesome, but (laughs) this isn't the handbook. I mean, the Bible really is it. And this is just a guide. This is an idea starter. So I've had so many moms take it. And the idea is that you would focus on one a month. So where generosity may fall in December, gratitude is in November. We start with joy in January. You have a whole month to say, this is, I might try one thing this whole month. And if I don't, there's no guilt. Like this is just up to you and pick it up next year. Um, Well, they they say there's a lot of value to focus, right? Mm -hmm. You know, in in our, in our society of distraction and constant, like you said, we want to be everything and do everything. But if we could just focus all our energy on that virtue, like joy for January, that sounds really nice. Let's just think on that. It's a dreary month. (laughs) Yeah. And imagine our kids like each day, I think is like, and another thing, don't forget to give. And one more thing, be happy. You know, they're just overwhelmed as we are with all the stuff we're reading on blogs. I yeah. feel like we read at night and then we wake up with our sermon the next day and they're oh, like, my, oh, yeah. awesome. What my poor doing? husband, he comes home, he's like, what's she going to tell me about today? Yeah, what are we what, supposed to do What today? podcast did she listen to today that she's got some new idea? <laughs> Literally at dinner, I was trying to communicate some new, some new revelation I had on parenting that he was like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think that's really great. Okay, so let's say just give us an example for joy. Is it like you give one activity for that virtue or you've got like multiple activities in the book for that virtue? Well, how it goes is I set up 
the virtue of joy in the first half of the chapter. And so I give several illustrations because um, it's kind of a risk to write a parenting book with a five and eight-year-old. So <laughs> I don't, I'm not really an expert, so to speak. So I share illustrations of um, from the Bible. Yeah. I sh- share illustrations from other parents that may have boys or teenagers. Um, share insights from my mom, um, who I feel like did a bang-up job. And then, um, then we move into some illustrations some examples there, but there is one specific family activity that I suggest in the end. And that's also paired with um, a definition that your kids can memorize because I feel like we use these big words like gratitude or patience yeah. and they don't know what that means. So we yeah. give them a, a kid-friendly definition as um, a verse that they can memorize with that. And then even a storybook Bible. So it's all kind of paired right there. And then you kind of pick and choose how far you want to go with it there. So for joy... Flipping through it. Put you on the spot. <laughs> I told you I wouldn't ask for something. No, you're so fine. Um, so for this one, they're doing a field journal. So you know how like scientists, they're yeah. going out in the field. And so you basically are a family of scientists and you're just looking all month long for people that are happy. And so I think there's such a difference between happy people and true joy filled people. Like what is the source of their joy? Is mm. it because they have the Lord? Or is it because they're just like fleeting joy, like mm. um, fleeting happiness? And so we try to get them to look while you're at school. Who was happy today? Was it the teacher? Was it the nurse? Was mm. there, is there just a happy kid in your class? Is there a joyful kid in your class? Mm. What about the people working at Publix? And so it's kind of like we're on this field journal to make notes and draw them. And depending on how your child is wired, it can look a lot of different ways. And so we want to, you know, skew to that boy who's more of a, researcher or the yeah. girl artist that may want to draw it out and that kind of thing. So it's got a lot of ideas. Love yeah. It. I love, love, love it so much. Okay. So this is what you're doing while your girls are at school. You write yeah. this book and you're promoting it. And are you done with your tour? Like I know you were on a little book tour. I'm done for the holidays, you know, yeah. and I'm honestly having, it's, it's hard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it's a hard debate to say, I want to be true to everything I wrote. And I yeah. want to be true. Kids don't love this. They want me home all the time. And even Ella cried tonight because I couldn't be um, somewhere with her tomorrow at her library trip. And I'm going to be selling books at an event. And so this is a constant balance. And I'm thankful I have different author friends and mentors in my life that say, you know, it's a season. You don't launch a book every day. And, um, and so for everyone, you know, tour stop, I say yes to, I'll probably say no to 10 or 12. And so I think it's just, uh, it's between me and the Lord and my husband to say, when do I go and when do I stay? And I don't know. I don't well, know what the next month looks like, but I'm well, grateful for people yeah. like you that mm-hmm. spread the word. Well, I think that um, it is a sacrifice. I think serving God always is a sacrifice, but I think that um, you're doing it in an honorable way. And I even loved how your friends all launched you like and had a dinner for you, that like brought me to tears. I was like, if and when I ever, if I ever have a book, I want it to not be where I've pushed my friends so far away that they hate the book because it is stolen. Because writing a book is isolating. I mean, I think you're an extrovert. I'm kind of getting an extrovert vibe. (laughs) And introverts typically write. And I like when I have to have writing deadlines, I hate it because I don't want to shut myself off from the world and go, Right, especially when I have lots of kids at home and I'm already shutting myself off to be home with the kids. So it's like double whammy. So I'm very impressed that you had a group of girlfriends who loved you through that process. 
Yeah, they were so sweet and so many offers to have these big, you know, country club parties and this and that. And I said, you know what? Like what I truly need is prayer. And mm. they were like, we're on it. And so that was such a special night. And they prayed so specifically. And I didn't even have to tell them. And they knew, you know, each mm. one was like, we are praying about your headaches. And we are praying over your marriage. And we mm. are praying for your girls mm. understand and be, um, and we're praying that they don't get attacked because, you know, yeah. just when I'm praying on how sweet they are, they're like, we, yeah. <laughs> they're doing the opposite of everything that's in the book. And I'm like, I've thrown it in the toilet. So it's, yes. Um, yes. And, and praying that, um, you know, you can get, you don't want to look at Amazon and you don't yeah. want to get taken down and get, the numbers are tricky. So it's just, it's such a privilege. And it's like, hey, if I sell 10, awesome. Yeah. That's how a thousand awesome, but it's hard not to get sucked in, especially with the marketing background. And, right, 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 right. And well, I even thought tonight, I'm like, maybe I should just switch to like do this for other people because then it won't be such a tension because it feels like if I'm promoting myself, it's just gross. So no, no, I love it. it. I never do it, Heather. I'm on it. I'm on your <laughs> I'm on your team, girl. I'm yeah. up. <laughs> it is really fun to have a podcast and get to talk about other people's things and for me to learn, like to sit here and just learn from you and your whole process and um, all these women I know who listen, who are just thirsty for um, things to help them be the moms they want to be. So I really appreciate the sacrifice you've made. And just actually, I'm really a big proponent of taking the gifts and the experiences God's given you for his glory, even in the, even the midst of motherhood. And um, you have done that and uh, done it very, very well. And um, that is no small feat. So I really appreciate you and all of your work. And I will put links to everything because it's all such goodness. Such oh, goodness. you're so sweet. Wow. Hey, can I leave them with a verse? Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps? Okay. You, you have did one? have a verse. <laughs> I do know a verse. <laughs> okay. Right, go for it. This is one that um, everywhere I've gone to speak, God just really put on my heart to share this. And so I thought I would just share it because I feel like some mom is like, on the floor yeah. <laughs> right tonight, yeah. especially December 1st. Um, Hello. Yeah. Um, when I had Larson, she had re- reflux and colic and um, mm. it was really, I think I didn't know that I had true depression, but I feel like I did. And yeah. um, it was so hard. You know, when you call your husband at five and say, get home, I was, I was calling him around 9am every morning. Like mm. I can't move any further. Mm-hmm. Past. So she got to come home. Um, and I just want to just echo that girl moms, boy moms, adoptive moms, stay-at-home moms, it's all hard. And so no matter, you know, I don't really love that just wait till they're teenagers or, oh, you only have one, just wait till you two. All that talk is really mm. frustrating to me on yeah. the internet right now because it's all hard. Like if you have one, that's hard. If you have two, also hard. Yeah. Um, if you have them in school all day, hard. Um, yeah. So wherever you're sitting, if you're feeling like it's hard, it is. Um, and so my verse that I clung to during that time was Psalm 143, seven and eight. Answer me quickly, Lord, my spirit fails. Do not hide your face from me or I will be like those who go down to the pit. And I'm reading this, by the way, I'm not a, <laughs> you don't, let, that's not on a scripture card. No, no. Let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love for I have put my trust in you. Mm-hmm. Show me the way I should go for to you. I entrust my life. Mm-hmm. And so that I've gone back to time and time again. It's like, okay. Do not let me go down into that pit. And I put my trust in you and let the morning bring me word of your unfailing love. And so I pray that if somebody's, um, you know, I 
in the spirit of just fun, I share a lot of ideas, but, and sometimes I can discourage people that's like, oh, great. Another reminder <laughs> of all the things I'm not doing. Um, so I just pray that that touches somebody's heart. Yeah, I love today. it. Well, and it's from that love that we can love our kids. And really, that's all they really need. Mm-hmm, um, sure. And so even, even the, if we, it, I could do the light them up and not be loving and be yelling at them about, don't hand out that candy cane. And oh, totally. it would be a, a gong, like Paul said. It's, it's not going to work if I don't have the love. So, Oh, correct. Yeah, we could cancel all, all of it. And do the very best thing we could do is sit on the couch with them and say, I'm sorry. Mom's been in a bad mood for three months. <laughs> Just like be together. And they would <laughs> love it. They yeah. would love it. Yeah. Oh, whispering, whispering over and over in their ear how much you love them. And God loves them. And totally. That's, totally. that's about it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love the love. Oh, you're awesome. Thanks for letting me do this. Oh, hey, thanks and, for being on. And uh, yeah, I, I uh, we've already talked about all our Auburn connections. Um, do they have any more games? Um, no. Well, if they make it to any bowl games, I guess. Okay. I don't know. We'll okay. see. But I'm going to send you a picture of how awesome I look for this phone. <laughs> That's right. I apparently did not. Remind Courtney that it was just a uh, phone interview and not a video. And I just took a shower and she <laughs> is glamorous. So I have a necklace and lipstick on. Oh, <laughs> necklace. It better be a big one. Bulky. It's big. Oh, it's big. man. Okay. I'm Atlanta totally style. Big. Atlanta style. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you doing a late night interview and uh, especially in the midst of all this busy time. But um, you are blessing many. So keep it up. Thank you so much. All okay. right. Okay, don't you love her? Yes, yes, yes. And um, I'm excited to be able to give away Courtney's new book, In This House We Will Giggle. The way you can be entered to win is uh, leave a comment over on the blog for this uh, post that goes along with this podcast at godcentermom.com. And two things, you can either uh, leave a comment encouraging Courtney lifting her up and what she's doing and really just lighting her up and, and, uh, and your random act of kindness or another random act of kindness is to leave a review for the podcast over at iTunes. Uh, you can get instructions on how to do that at godcenteredmom.com forward slash reviews. If you do that, it really does help people find, I got an email yesterday from a mom in Ethiopia who listens to the podcast. I think that we can't underestimate the power of, of our reviews on things and what we do. So your voice matters. Thank you for helping spread the word and giving encouragement to moms all around the world. Uh, aren't, we, aren't we so glad we live in this time where information can be passed so quickly all over? International ministry is pretty awesome that a mom of four boys can do in between uh, – carpool line and cooking meals and unloading the dishwasher. So thanks for encouraging me in this ministry. And I hope y'all have a blessed day. Adios. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the God-Centered Mom podcast. If you're looking for more resources on how to replace me with he, go to godcenteredmom.com. That's where you'll also find show notes with any links mentioned by our guest. I want you to really understand and know that God is just as present while you are washing dishes at your kitchen sink as while you are worshiping him in a church pew. He sees your service to your family and he is pleased. 
As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Have a great day.